This is Talk Medicine with Rob Bennett and Michigan Primary Care Partners of Big Rapids on WBRN. Talk Medicine is a paid medical program which does not reflect the opinions of the management and staff of WBRN and the Big Rapids Radio Network. Welcome back to Talk Medicine with Dr. Harpreet Singh from Michigan Primary Care Partners in Big Rapids and at michiganprimarycarepartners.com. I'm Rob Bennett, and this is News Radio WBRN, sponsored by Metron of Big Rapids, caring for people one person at a time. We're uh, talking uh, sex issues today, mm-hmm. a lot of different uh, sexual uh, t- tones that we're talking. So if you have young children, you might want to get them out of the room uh, when, when you're listening to the to the show. Other than that, it's probably something that we would say would be very helpful to high school students and maybe even junior high age students, you know, getting yeah. into the teen years. Absolutely. And we're, the question that we're starting off this one is, how do you present sexual history to your doctor? Most of the people are scared to discuss things with their doctor, but I can guarantee no doctor on the face of the earth, I can guarantee, you know, we don't share things with even our spouses, to be very honest. We are mm-hmm. so exhausted. At the end of the day, we don't, we go home and we want to, last thing is we want to discuss about medicine. <laughs> right, yeah. You just... And so, you know, people should know that when we go home, it's we are spent. We are you know, we need bed, you mm-hmm. know. Sure. And um, we are sleeping, you know. So what I want to tell my patients and my listeners is, the more history you provide, it is better for the diagnosis. In fact, you ask more questions. You know, questions are the answers. You know, I'm writing a book, How to Be a Bad Patient. Right. You know, bad by bad means by asking doctors more questions. Mm-hmm. B-A-D, bad, by asking doctors more questions. You provide the questions and the doctors will have answers. If you don't ask questions, they will not have answers. Right. Yep. So if I don't know, I'm not God. You know, if I don't know a question, I will I will have, I will open up to it and, and look into that. It is very important to discuss about the sexual history. Number one thing is you need to talk about your sexual partners. First, are you sexually active? Yes, I am sexually active. The second thing is, are you having one partner? Patient says no. How many? Multiple partners. Mm -hmm. After they say multiple partners, then you have to ask about orientation. Are you oriented to males or females or both. Mm-hmm. Because men to men sex or women to women sex, it can pose different kind of dangers, a different kind of the trauma happens in men to men sex if you do a sexual encounter with, with, with a man who has traumatic rectum, you know? Mm-hmm. You can have hepatitis C the inf- chances of infection increases. You know, men-to-men sex exposed to more chlamydia. And so you have to kind of screen. In men also, you have to screen for chlamydia screening. So that's why chlamydia screening is very rampant. We do chlamydia screening. So it is. So you have to discuss with the doctors about men-to-men, women-to-women, men-to-women, mm-hmm. heterosexual or and very important to discuss about the previous 
sexually transmitted infections like gonorrhea, chlamydia, hepatitis, and HIV. Very, very important. And syphilis. So, you know, if you have syphilis, if you have gonorrhea, if you have chlamydia, they can have different repercussions in the future. You know, mm-hmm. you cannot ignore these things. Young people, you know, in a university town, very important for them to understand, don't take things for granted, you know, mm-hmm. because this can change your life course. This can alter your course down the road. You might have to face the repercussions of this right. down the road. Mm-hmm. So, so talk about sexually transmitted infections and then you need to ask if you are using the protection or not. Very, very important to ask for the protection because if they are not using the protection and they are exposed to that, uh, they are exposed to infection, what they, they are not only exposing, not only having the one-night stands and they are taking the infection to the home, but they are exposing to their loved ones and they go home and then it becomes kind of a reservoir of infection. And especially in females, what happens is they can have a lot of problems with chlamydia, with gonorrhea. They can have so many problems. They can have chronic pain in the belly mm. and they can have infertility. They, they, they will not be able to produce babies. They will have, they can have cancer, you know, if they are exposed to human papilloma virus 6, 8, 16, 18, they can have, uh, you know, they may acquire HIV. You know, they may get an upper genital infection, hepatitis. So it is very important to ask and tell your doctor the previous history, what happened 20 years ago, mm-hmm. 30 years ago, 40 years ago. The past history is very important too because this can impact your future and not only that, this can impact what other, uh, you know, other complications can happen. You know, for example, in patients who, who acquire syphilis, they can have a long-term cardiac or neurological manifestations. And if they are taken care of in the early stages, it can be treated. If it is not diagnosed, it can become worse. If a patient have, you know, hepatitis C, you know, if they are taken care of early on, it is well manageable, but otherwise it has a significant mortality and morbidity, means death rate and complications associated with it. Mm-hmm. And if the patient has um, trichomonas, you know, you can have, you know, a lot of other pelvic inflammatory diseases. And if the patient has, uh, you know, if the patient has cl- uh, chlamydia and gonorrhea, they can have the, you know, lower belly pain. That is number one. Discharge. They can have pelvic inflammatory disease. They can have the disease which, you know, you can have the problems uh, in the liver. This is called as uh, Fitzhugh-Curtis syndrome. Doctors who are listening, they might know that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it is very important to discuss completely, dissect completely the sexual history. Don't just you know, uh, ignore uh, ignore the sexual history. If the patients have herpes, you know, they can have herpes simplex virus. So a lot of things can happen with the sexual problems, sexually transmitted infections, that 
one little precaution of using khanum can help can save you mm-hmm. for a lifetime you know right. uh, it is very you know we see a lot of patients who do this mistake you know and then they have to suffer and you know go through the you know medications there are medications mm-hmm. available but if it is late then it is difficult yeah what is i mean where, where do these uh, uh, this is going to be sound like a stupid question but where do the where do these sexual diseases i mean there's four or five or six of them that you named where do they come from obviously i mean it's it's from from unprotected sex mm-hmm. but is that i mean that's how it's it's you know keeps it going and stuff but where do they, how do they start where do they what is it bacteria or viruses Okay. okay, it's a bacterial viruses. So you have male to female sex. It's a heterosexual sex, okay, unprotected mm-hmm. sex. Nowadays, what is happening in the young kids, you know, who might be listening, you know, uh, they think it is cool to do an oral sex, mm-hmm. but not because you can have, you can spread these infections and these infections can go into your mouth and can, do, you know, you can have, the sequelae of the disease in your mouth also it's mm. you know sometimes you know there was an article i read somewhere i don't remember the you know the the person had a vocal cord cancer and and it was the same strain as of the cervical strain you know the uh, it was wow. uh, yeah so you know you can have the same human papilloma virus so uh, it is very very important not to ignore the precautions you know then you know some patients you know uh, you know uh, somewhere i read in somewhere in the book that they do a you know rectal and sex it is not you know you can have the germs coming like e coli coming into the vagina and mm-hmm. you can have multiple repeated urinary tract infections Right. And if you take that little precautions you l- learn about this, you know, you just you have to just open the internet the, and Dr. Google will tell you everything. <laughs> well, and some things you might not want to know. <laughs> yeah, but you know again, you know, again the world is going at such a fast pace. Mm-hmm. Kids of nowadays they know everything. Right. And yeah, that's we, true. You, they know uh, they are teaching computer at 10 years of age. Mm-hmm. My daughter is 10 and she's learning computer. So before they learn just open a discussion and tell them what's going on in your body. Right. And uh, you know you never know, you know, you might save a life. Mhm. You know, because they you know they are exposed to something and then it is difficult to treat because they were not educated about mm-hmm. those, those things. How to you know it's very very important to educate them. And it and that's something that needs to be done at home also. I yes. mean especially with with the kids i mean like you said 10 years old that's something that the parents can talk to them about more so than they can learn in school at that time yeah you know my daughter is 10 i'm talking to her about my wife is talking to her about this and we have started the discussion mm-hmm. we have started the discussion okay you know because you know they are going to be in that age where the hormones will be kicking right and and that's something too like you just said when you start the conversation with your kids they'll continue it because they're so inquisitive especially at that age. Yes, absolutely. You and know? then you they will ask you questions and and if you cannot answer go and visit 
Dr. Google, mm-hmm. or you can talk to your doctor. Yeah, you well, that, that is something. Doc, Dr. Singh is available. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, now why screening of sexual tract infections? So it's very important why screening is important because, as I mentioned, that if we catch the disease up front quickly, you will not develop the sequelae. You will not develop the complications of the disease. Now, is the screening done with a blood test? Is that how it's yep. done? It is done through variety of ways. You know, it can be done with a vaginal discharge. It can be done with a urethral discharge. It can be, uh, you know, if there's an ulcers in the in the genital, you you can take that. If there is a non-ulceration, so it can be done with the rectal swabs or vaginal discharge. And nowadays, you know, if you are having an oral sex, you know, you have to do the mouth swab also. Mm-hmm. And blood, HIV and hepatitis, we do the blood. And uh, so uh, other things, you know, uh, are, uh, uh, let me, uh, so you have, and there's a table very, uh, you know, CDC has developed a table and they have given the guidelines for this, the routine screening. So in women less than 25 years of age, for genital chlamydia and genital gonorrhea, annual screening. So screen for syphilis and trichomonosis, HCV, hepatitis C, hepatitis B, and HIV at least once. And and uh, so um, in age above 25, you have to screen once for HIV. In women who are pregnant, in first trimester, you should screen about genital cl- chlamydia, genital gonorrhea, syphilis, HIV, and hepatitis B. In HIV-infected people, so again, genital chlamydia, gonorrhea, trichomonosis, syphilis, all annually, hepatitis B and hepatitis C, first visit. In men who are not, who are HIV-uninfected men, with, uh, who only have sex with women, we call it men who have sex with women, MSW. For HIV screening, you do at least once. You have HIV uninfected men who have sex with men. So they need to be screened genital chlamydia, rectal chlamydia, genital gonorrhea, rectal gonorrhea, pharyngeal gonorrhea from the mouth, syphilis, HIV, hepatitis A, hepatitis B, and hepatitis C. Very, very important because hepatitis A spreads through the fecal-oral route. Hepatitis B and C, they spread through blood and sexual contact. Hepatitis D in pregnant women. Wow, there's so many of those. I mean, used to it, I just thought it was just hepatitis. And now that you've got A, B, C, and D, and it's just, and, and it goes on. Yeah, uh, again, you know, that... Uh, <clears throat> That might the, be a future program. We could talk about hepatitis and, and about the different things. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know. Yeah, there are so many. We can talk about HIV and hepatitis and, you know, a lot of things we can discuss. Then, you know, again, if you remember one thing, if you are exposed, if you are sexually active and you are having multiple sexual partners, it is important to have checked for rectal, genital, vaginal, and pharyngeal. You know, don't ignore this. Mm-hmm. And if you are having, if you are having men-to-men sex, 
hepatitis A, if you remember that FECO or wherever the penetration happens, you have to start thinking of the viruses and the bacteria present over there. Mm -hmm. And they can be taken on the sexual encounter to the, your spouse or to your partner, whether you're doing a, uh, you know, vaginal intercourse, rectal or oral. Very, very important. Well, and like you said, too, the sooner you get it treated, the better. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. you can get things treated. That brings us to a close on segment two. Thank you for listening. This is Talk Medicine with Dr. Harpreet Singh from Michigan Primary Care Partners in Big Rapids and the MichiganPrimaryCarePartners.com. I'm Rob Bennett, and this is News Radio WBRN, sponsored by Metron of Big Rapids, caring for people one person at a time. <laughs>